Welcome to the Hazy Hour Podcast. Thank you for joining us. And uh, we hope that you can crack open a cold one and fucking join us for the duration of our podcast and uh, enjoy it. And uh, yeah, we are hoping that the first episode will go well and that people are going to listen to it. Uh, But yeah, it's going to take time, obviously. My name's Ethan. And my name's Connor. We're just here. We're going to give it a crack. You know, we haven't... we haven't come up with anything we want to talk about today so we're just going to be winging it having a beer sitting down chilling out just looking at the computer spike up and down when we're talking (laughs) (laughs) and yeah i guess uh we'll see how it goes from there there's uh there's not a lot going on (laughs) we're probably pausing this every few fucking minutes just to to come up with a few (laughs) ideas we'll just pause it and we'll come up with a few ideas and set the old thing recording again i think basically the whole idea about this whole podcast is is, is no censorship we're just gonna just gonna chew the fat and uh have a good time doing it and we hope that you guys enjoy it as well and have a good time doing it as well um we appreciate everyone that decides to listen to this but uh yeah um there's not a lot going on but uh yeah hopefully the podcast can can get somewhere and we can we can do all right well yeah it's something we've been talking about for a long time so it's good to finally go and acquire some gear and get the get it started you know we've been talking about it for months and months and um yeah i don't i i wasn't i i thought that it wasn't going to happen but it has happened and i'm glad that it happened because now we can sit here and chat shit and fucking put it on the broadcast we we just we just fucking decided we were gonna we're just gonna give it a crack you know just fucking suck it up spend that spend that initial money on the investment for the gear and just fucking give it a crack eh? and the worst thing that can happen is that no one listens and, and that's yeah and then we just keep fucking making it because it's fun to just sit here and talk shit and drink a couple beers you know yeah and that's about the, about, about the thick and thin of it but um yeah so thank you everyone for joining us and uh we hope you enjoy the podcast so it looks like it's um gonna be a good weekend for sport anyway because we've got the Blitterslow cup tonight so that'll be australia new zealand rugby union so New Zealand will fucking wipe the floor with them as usual. And tomorrow, more importantly, we've got UFC 291. So what do you th- think about the lineup there? We've got, for the two main fights, we've got Justin Gaethje and Dustin Poirier. And we've got uh, Alex Pereira and Jan Blankowitz. Yeah, look, I, I think it's going to be a very good fight. Um, I think uh, I think I've got my money on uh, Gaethje. I think he's yeah. Gonna, I want I want Gaethje to win I think Gaethje's going to do very well. Um, and my other money is put on uh, Alex Pereira. Yeah, that, that's a good pick too. I'm yeah, pretty. Alex Pereira. I, I'm going to be very interested to see what Alex Pereira goes like on the next weight class. And I I had um on the the next fight down I had Michael Pereira, but that fight's since been canned, so that's not going to come through on the tab anyway. No, no, I think it's going to be very interesting to see how uh, Alex Pereira goes on that fight because well, it's a big move up to light heavyweight, so but which is where he belonged the whole time, I th- I think. So it's going to be interesting to watch. Well, I mean, he's he's he started out in, in middleweight, and um, that was probably he was probably one of the heaviest middleweight fighters in the in the competition, and now he's gone up to light heavyweight, where, where he probably he probably belongs there. Yeah, well, and what he was—he was walking around over ninety kilos. I'm pretty sure. Mm, so I think he was doing—he was doing pretty well. Um, and uh, he held the middleweight title for a little while. And look, good on him. 
uh, he, he was straight in line for the uh, championship title title and uh, he got it so good on him one fight back as he got him and um, well yeah. it was good too because because before he showed back before he showed up in the UFC Israel Adesanya was untouchable no one no one could beat him yeah as he'd he been had through no, the whole roster he had no competition the the roster was nothing for him um, and, and he's a bit of a flamboyant fuck I'm a bit sick of him it's very interesting to see because today, as he's come out and said, like the power from Alex Pereira compared to Jan is very different, and he believes that Alex Pereira has a lot more power. Yeah, than... and that's unusual for Mizzy to to have such nice etiquette and to be respectful instead of a bit scummy, especially after having such a such a rivalry with someone. I mean, as he's had a ongoing uh, rival with uh, Alex Pereira since the one championships. Um, and yeah, it, it, it's going to be good to see this fight going on. And the fact that Israel Adesanya can talk so highly about his, I guess, biggest enemy or, 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 um, uh, biggest competition, it's going to be very interesting to see. Cause, um, I believe that Alex Pereira will in fact be a better, better fighter in the end of it. Um, Alex Pera is definitely a kickboxer. He's not a MMA fighter, but I, I think, um, I think for for Jan, all it's it's not going to go well for Jan. I don't believe. Yeah, it's going to be a good fight. And actually, talking about Israel Adesanya before just reminded me an uh, interesting fight that I want to see, which I think I read somewhere online the plans for it might have been cancelled. Was that was uh, DDP and. Israel Adesanya, I really wanted to see that because that Drickus fight against Robert Whitaker, that was that was outstanding by Drickus Duplessis. Yeah, I, I think uh, it's supposed to be. Is it scheduled in now? Sean Strickland, um, yeah, Israel that's Adesanya, what I've read. Sydney. Old day Sean Strickland. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, old, old Day Sean. Yeah. Um, I, I think Drickus Duplessis, he has the potential to definitely beat Izzy. And I'm well. He's I'm, a very underrated fighter in the um in the UFC middleweight, and it's it's cool to see a South African up there too. A true African fighter, if you will. <laughs> yeah, if you if you will, a true African African, a true African fighter. Um, but yeah, no, it's going to be good to see that fight. Um, it's going to be good to see this weekend's card is looking very good. Um, I'm I'm really looking forward to it, and uh, I think a lot of the people that are listening to this will probably enjoy it as well. Um, it'll be interesting to see if uh, uh, Jan can can keep the fight going. Yeah, that'll be that'll be good to watch. Um, I, I think if Jan can play some games and and actually get him on the ground, then I think I think Jan might do it. Well, he's but... a good fighter. I think he's been in a couple of championship fights, so he, he is used to going into those fourth and fifth rounds. Yeah, um, Alex Pereira is usually second or third round, and that's him done. He can't get. I, I don't. I don't know if he can get much further past uh, the third or fifth, uh, third or fourth round. Yeah, but he also has that that ability. When we watched the first Israel Adesanya fight in the UFC, Alex Pereira, he's got this unnatural ability to come back in between rounds. You know, he comes back and starts each round like he hasn't even been fighting. It's unreal. He he's got a lot of strength, and I my my personal opinion is is I believe that he's he's one of the hardest hitting fighters in the UFC and in the middleweight division, especially because he shouldn't be there. But I I believe 
that he in the lightweight division he's going to be one of the heaviest hitters in the lightweight division and I think personally he's going to do very well in that division yeah and it's it is exciting to watch because it's the classic the striker versus your grappler the the coming up uh, this tomorrow with Jan and Alex Pereira because you've got Alex Pereira who's a, a absolute specialist kickboxer going against Jan who's a Brazilian jiu jitsu guy so that's going to be pretty cool to see yeah, it, 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 I think it's going to be very good to see that. Um, and and the, I think I every think, fight starts on the feet too, so we'll see how Alex deals with um, with Jan. So that'll be interesting. That'll be good. Yeah, I'm 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 really looking forward to this fight. I'm, I'm looking forward to the card tomorrow. It's, it's a very good card. Any day where you you get to sit down from midday, well, probably before midday, because we'll probably watch the prelims mm, and. Mm. It'll be we'll be able to sit there and just have a good afternoon, chilling out, having a few beers, screaming at the TV, wanting our fucking bets to come through. It's going to be grouse. And you know, a wise man once said, when you're talking about pay per view, no, I have Russian link. Yeah, and look, I think <laughs> I think could be link. I think the whole using. the whole thing with uh, watching a sport, it's it's good to watch a sport, but. Uh, and and get behind it, but when when there's some money involved on said sport, I reckon it makes the sport a hell of a lot better. Yeah, you just put a little punt on there, you know. I've only got three separate bets of ten dollars on on a two multis and a and a bunch of singles, and just having that little bit of money on the line there is is a little bit of help. Like you don't have to spend so much that you're putting yourself out of pocket, but you you put that little bit of money on there, and you just enjoy yourself you're screaming at the tv it gets you a lot more into the fight because you've got a little bit of coin on the line and yeah and if you put such a such a huge amount of money on the line that well a, a amount that you could possibly win it, it gets you fizzing and you're just screaming at the tv you're having the greatest time ever and if that money comes through like i remember uh i had money on tai tui vasa to beat Derek lewis by um by knockout all that time ago and I was just screaming at the TV. It was only five o'clock in the afternoon and I'm just raging. It was awesome. Yeah, I, I think that having having some money on a sport of your decision and your choice um, is good because it, it gets you more involved with it. You, you enjoy the sport a little bit more than what you would if you didn't have any money on it. But and um, I think that by putting some sort of uh, financial gain on it or loss potentially depends what it is I, I mean you only bet within your limits yeah but yeah yeah well you don't we're not promoting gambling yeah, too addictive yeah bet within your limits and, and I guess if you can if you think you're going to win bet put the money on um, but also everyone thinks they're going to win at everything so that's what it comes down to isn't it yeah well that's when you're playing on the laptop mate you're just going hard I just want to address something that I've uh previously said tonight in this podcast and i said that alex Pereira was going up into lightweight <laughs> which is not going up at all um he's going up into light heavyweight is what i meant yeah i think people would have understood but still good to address it since you picked up on it i think personally i might have had one too many beverages tonight <laughs> and uh yeah look i'm having a good night and uh we're enjoying it yeah get some beers get some fucking beers in here but a piss yeah, that'll be good. Have you ever seen so much piss before? It's because they love you. <laughs> if you don't get that, that's a Once Were Warriors reference. And if you haven't seen that movie, I uh, definitely recommend watching it. Yeah. It's, it's a fucking emotional movie, though. It's a Very good movie. Yeah, it's a, one of the. It's probably one of the best movies to ever come out of New Zealand. 
I'd say it's probably the best to come out of New Zealand. There's yeah. not a lot, not a lot good kits come out of New Zealand. No, we're not very talented in that department over here. Eh? I mean, to be fair, we've had uh, what Israel Adesanya, maybe. We've yeah, had, um, which he's a Chinese immigrant or something, isn't he? He's from China. Sean Strickland was saying. Or? No, yeah, Sean Strickland reckons he's Chinese poster boy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, works we've had, for the um, CCP. Stephen Adams. Stephen he, Adams, yeah, he's, he's a good New Zealand. Um, plays a bit of basketball. New Zealander. Don't know who he plays for because I don't follow basketball. Uh, I don't know. He was playing for Oklahoma City Thunder, I think. Yeah, that might be who it is. Yeah. yeah. But that's that's what he does. Um, but yeah, so I mean, well, no, it's it's pretty hard to try and be good at something from New Zealand when when uh, whenever someone's giving something a crack, the first instinct for anyone here to do is shit on them. Yeah, it looks, it, it's, it's, it's come out recently that New Zealand is not great. The, the worst and for tall poppy syndrome, mate. The other one is especially where we're from as well. We've uh, actually been told that we're the most boring place in New Zealand. Yeah. Um, with the, the Spaniards. The Women's World Cup going on. Um, the Spanish uh, women's football team has decided that New Zealand, that Palmerston North, which is, is specifically uh, the big city in our district, in our area, uh, has decided that Palmerston North is one of the most boring places in New Zealand, and they cannot deal with it. So they've decided to go to Lower Hutt. And how bad must that be? That someone that's training for a sport, so they probably can't go out drinking piss or anything, and it's still boring to them. Yeah, like, like what fun are they having anyway? There's, there's clearly there's cle- there's obviously not a lot to do like given that they've they're supposed to be training for a like world cup level sport and they have decided that where we are is one of the most boring places in new zealand so they've got to leave like surely they're training all day surely yeah, what fun are they having what? Surely, surely there's not a lot going on in their lives where they decide well fuck hang on um palmer's north is fucking boring <laughs> yeah we'll get out of here what you're not going to the pub or anything. Well, I mean, there's what not... What do you... Look, there's, to be fair... There's, there's actually not a lot to do in Palmy unless you're going to the pub. There's not a lot to <laughs> unless do, Unless you're yeah. going to the pub or going to go smash a couple golf balls at Orlando or something. Yeah, like, other than that, there's fuck all to go. Well, but, you got a couple of go-kart places. Well, yeah. The, and then and then there's a racetrack in Fielding. <laughs> yeah. Not even in Palmy. So, I mean, I can sort of understand well, it as well. The beers are finished cooking, um... In nope. the freezer, we'll just stop that. Stop that, we'll go get the beers Yeah, we'll, we'll just have a break in a minute and we'll go grab the beers. But like we were saying, a lot of the stuff in Palmy that you can do is not even in Palmy. And mm. also, I can't see a women's soccer team wanting to go hiking up in the in the rain, in the Tower or Rangers or up in the Ruahines. And also, the other thing is too, is that there's not a lot to do in Palmy. Everything's outside of Palmerston North. But if, if you're from New Zealand, you know that everywhere you go you have to find somewhere to drink so you go somewhere to drink right but then you got to drive back to where you're coming from and it's <laughs> it's, it's awfully difficult well, to drive back to where you're coming from without also, breaking the law and if you're anything like us you go far away and your first instinct when you get into a new town is you want to find the pub that reminds you the most of home like when we went to auckland that time we were auckland's the biggest city in new zealand for those of you that don't know and we we went up there for a concert and we spent the whole night before the concert trying to find the pub that was the smallest and played the most sports on the TV. We were just looking for the pub that reminded us the most of home. We didn't want to we, be in the big we city. We spent close to, oh, I don't know, it would have been about three hours looking for 
a pub that was similar to what we've gone what we have at home and at home you know you go to a pub and it's it, there's, there's a couple, couple of, of old, old racist sexist blokes yeah, sitting in the corner a couple of old men that fucking chat the shit and they have their own group and then there's also a few TVs there that fucking play a bit of sports and what have you. And then you've and got your Brickies pianos out in the corner. Yeah, the Brickies piano, mate. That's fucking, yeah. I'm a bit of a, I punish those a, a fair bit. A Beethoven, yeah, if you look, will, a bit of a yeah, Stevie Wonder. Yeah, they call me Beethoven <laughs> in the uh, Brickies piano room. Um, but yeah, you know, you, you have all of this. You have your Brickies piano. You have your fucking, your bar at the front. And it's usually a pretty well-organized bar. But then... You you got to look what's on the television, and when we went up to Auckland, Always we went horses. to all these we went to all these pubs up there and these bars up there, and there was they don't fucking, even have TVs in half of them. It was fucking not a thing there. They're like we went in there and we, we, we were trying to find and a what, place. What, what was that one we found? That one that was there was like the on the viaduct on the on the corner tucked in there. You know, we went to Holy Moly for a bit. Holy that was Moly good. was very good. And that then was, was reasonably priced beers too. And there was one a couple pubs down from Holy Moly. Mm. On the corner, there was a nice sports bar. That was a good place to drink as well. Yeah, no, that was a good bar. And then uh, we met up with some random people that we found up in Auckland that night. Yeah, that, that was good, eh? They were pretty good. Um, good that, company. and That was good fun. And then we I can't hung out for what the names were. And we, we ended up ruining that. And, um, yeah, I, I sort of fucked that. There wasn't, it wasn't we, it was me. That <laughs> uh, wasn't pretty. <laughs> yeah, nah. I ended up having a, having a little discrepancy with a... Uh, some sort of uh, Arabic-looking fella. Um, I'm not sure. Middle what, Eastern, looking yeah, Middle yeah. Eastern-looking fella. I'm not sure where he was from, but uh, me and him did not see eye to eye. Um, and yeah, it, it, it didn't. Could have got good. ugly. It, it didn't get ugly. Could have got ugly. You know, look, Middle East. If you're a bouncer at a bar, you should be able to stop people without getting a bottle and trying to bottle the person. Um, but you know, it yeah, is and it was it good of the the Auckland natives that we were with there for trying to calm down the situation too you know they tried to drag you away and tried to drag drag us away when i was saying nah fuck it let them go you know yeah that's, <laughs> that's about the thick and thin of it i uh i do enjoy having a little bit of a fucking little bit of a go bit of exercise yeah i'm having not real good at it around. but i like yeah. playing it i like the game <laughs> you know if you're gonna be dumb you gotta be tough yeah and, that's, uh, that's how the song goes so i'm dumb and I'm pretty tough as well. But anyway, it is what it is. We, we, we better go and look at those beers and see if yeah, they're Yeah, go and get the beers out of the cold oven. Yeah. We'll, have a, yeah we'll, we'll quickly go do that and um, we'll be back in just a moment. Be right back with you. Anywho, mate, on to the uh, next segment of the podcast. Uh, not that there's uh, anything organised and anything set out in this podcast. <laughs> yeah. But, um, what's going on in, in fucking world news and world politics, mate? Well, I don't know about world news, but apparently, for some reason, it's New Zealand news that in the city of San Francisco, Elon Musk has put a big X sign on top of the old Twitter building, and One News has decided that the New Zealand people need to know that that's a bad thing and that he's altering a historic a, a historic building when the front of the building's got the old Twitter logo on it anyway, which I think... Had it not been Elon Musk that was doing it, I don't think the New Zealand media would give a fuck. No, look, it, it's hard to be it's hard to be good when you're a very well known person. It's it's hard to be able to go under the radar and do what you want to do when you're in the public eye. 
constantly, like Elon is. And look, he, I mean, he does, he's done some real good things for uh, humanity. He's also done some pretty average things for humanity. And uh, yeah, I, I don't, I mean, look, I like what he's done with SpaceX and 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 the exploration of the world, but I don't, I don't really know how this whole Tesla thing's going down. Um, I'm a little bit. It, it makes me it makes me worry when people sit there and say that you know electric vehicles are clean and green and and they're good for the environment, good for yeah, the well, world and what have you. But that, that doesn't make a whole lot of sense. I can't I can't remember the guy's name, but did you ever see that episode of Rogan where he had that uh, that journalist on there that I think he might have been he might have been Indian. Yeah, he, the guy that was at the I think believe the documentary was called Cobalt Blue. Yeah, Cobalt Red or Cobalt Blue or something. Cobalt Blue, I believe. Yeah, and he well, was I'll talking just about check it because it's one of the two. I'll just he was because if, if I about, search it up, it'll it'll bring up the guy's name too. Yeah, he was talking about um, cobalt mining in uh, I yeah, believe it was the Democratic Republic of Congo. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So it's cobalt. It's cobalt red by um, cobalt red. Siddharth. Kara, so yeah, and he 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 snuck in there. He was he was fully investigating it, and it turned out to be a, what they call an artisanal mine, which means there's people down there. It was supposed to be a mechanical mine. Yeah, it yeah, was a proper under mine, a mechanical mine. So where they say that they have machinery, and um, that the only things that are working and actually mining are machines. So you have your diggers, you have your dozers, your excavators, uh, you have your fucking dump trucks, all that sort of carry on. But it turns out that there was thousands of uh, people working in this mine. And um, a lot of the people in there were sort of 18, 19 years old, even younger, some of them. Yeah, some children in there. And they were getting paid, what, like a dollar a day uh, or even less? One US dollar a day they were getting paid. Yeah, so that's bringing, bringing it back to the old sweatshops, bringing mm. it back to Nike and all that, the same yeah, sort of so, shit that they you know, do. Look at all these people living in concrete boxes and shit. These people were, you know, and, and he was saying that some of them, some of the people there were 19 years old and they had uh, children in backpacks on the back of their, like, toddlers. Yeah, breathing in all the dust, mm, all the... Breathing in all the fumes. All the cobalt dust and all the mm. shit down there that's no good. It's all cancer-causing carcinogenics and shit down there. Yeah, so a lot of this stuff that's coming coming out of there is, is cancer-causing. Um, and you've got, you know, 18, 17, 18, 19-year-old women there with children on their backs and try, just trying to make a crust. And these poor children are on the backs of them as well. The, 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 the adolescents, they're on the backs... Um, because mum can't. Yeah, well, there's no one to look after well, these yeah, children, so they've got to. No you've got to take them to children. work, and these these women are working in um in artisanal mines, mining with pickaxes and hammers mm. and shit. It's unreal, and that's that's where the batteries for your electric cars are coming. Well, the batteries for anything, like well, the batteries part, for part the, of the batteries come from there yeah, as well. well. You've got because what is it? Cobalt's a, a stabilizer or something in the batteries. For the it does batteries, something, yeah. yeah. And then there's there's the other mines as well. Like if you look at Australia, one of the biggest mining uh, countries in the world, um, you've got the lithium mines there, and obviously lithium's used in, in batteries to prolong the life out of them, and you can get get more energy out of these batteries. Yeah, well, you'd never see that in Australia. You would never see. Uh, a bunch of US companies taking advantage of indigenous Australian people putting them down into artisanal mines. No, you wouldn't mines. see that. No. Yeah, fuck no. But um, these these lithium mines, you know, they claim that it's clean and green and, and whatever, but you, what are they using to mine? Well, they're using fucking excavators that are using diesel. 
they use in dozers that are using diesel, and they use in dump trucks that are using diesel. And also, and most of the what does most of the world's power come from? It comes from coal plants. Well, you've got coal plants as well, and the, and you know, how does how how are we expected to have all electric vehicles when you've got coal running coal fired power plants? You've got um, and that's like um here in New Zealand, I'm pretty sure there was a a study released saying that our our power grid isn't actually stable enough to have everybody using electric cars because most of our and, and our power is the Huntley coal plant mostly mm. powers yep. New Zealand and then and we've got the wind turbines but they're on their own they're not enough there's not enough power like the whole grid of Adelaide and you, in, in Australia was designed by Elon Musk well, because think- Adelaide couldn't produce enough power our whole country's only got the same amount of people as a big city like there's more people in sydney australia than there is in new zealand Mm. and and we don't even have a good enough power grid the amount of the adelaide australia was had a power issue and they weren't producing enough power and they couldn't produce enough power so they went to elon musk to try and sort something out and that was with the tesla and uh elon basically designed their whole grid and it's all basically running off uh renewable resources i.e um solar mainly um a little bit of wind as well um but yeah so he's designed their whole grid and now that now that city in australia works very well because of the power um new zealand's not designed for for having uh electric vehicles we could barely keep up with the houses and the people living well, it's here. a farming country when you when you look at it it's a farming country and Electric it was vehicle. a farming country. I don't know if it is a farming country anymore. I, well, it's a bit touristy too. It, as much as I want it to be a farming country, I don't know. I don't. I don't truly know if it is the way that was that our current government's going. It's it's pushing the farmers away. We're going with carbon credits. We're selling off farms to offshore owners. We're selling to a lot of Chinese, um, Dutch, uh, European buyers Not as well. To mention- Nobody, nobody working here wants to work here. Everyone wants to move to Australia, chase the money. Yeah, nobody and, wants to stay here. Yeah, that's the problem with this country. Um, but you know, you've you've got a lot of foreign buyers that come into this country and they buy whatever we whatever they want, and they buy all the good land and they put it in carbon credits, put it all in pine trees, and um, yeah, and, and that's where it all goes to. So. That, that's our biggest problem at the moment in our country. Well, one of the biggest problems. The other one is currently um, with uh, the government, uh, the, the left-wing government. We've, we've got a Labour government at the moment. Um, yeah, and the right-wing government. Same as Australia. Part and parcel. Um, the left-wing government is clearly not doing a very good job because the price of living has gone up astronomically. Yeah. It is it is so hard to live in this country now. Yeah, and the solution is just to always pump up the minimum wage, which all that does is cause inflation. Yeah, and then pumping up the minimum wage is good because you feel like you're earning more, but it's actually costing yeah, just you more a bigger to live. number. Yeah. It's just a bigger number. Turn, it, it, soon it turns into yen. Yeah, it's, <laughs> we're going to go to yen soon. You or rand? Yeah, or rand. Yeah, I mean our our New Zealand dollar might as well be worth the same as what rand's worth. Like we're not far off of it. Yeah, it's not ideal, is it? No, look, it's 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 not great. But you know, uh, the thing is though is that New Zealand just needs to get a fucking national government in and to sort everything out. Like Helen Clark, fucking destroyed our country, absolutely ruined it. 
and uh, yeah, didn't didn't do a very good job. And then National came in, John Key came in, and he brought our country back up to a place where we can actually be not considered the laughing stock of the world, because we were considered the laughing stock of the world for a very long time because it was that hard to fucking live here. But he's a very interesting guy too, John Key. John Key is a very his, interesting um, man. His biography. It, it's cool he started off as growing up in a household with a single mum not very well off lower class shout outs of a single parent yeah, there. and and he's he worked his way up and he said when he was a kid that he wanted to get rich and then he wanted to become the prime minister of new zealand in that order and that's exactly what he did he went he become an investment banker he was I think he was working on Wall Street. Correct me if I'm wrong, but he, when he come back to New Zealand, he was worth something around fifty million dollars, and and that, that's when he decided he was going to work towards becoming the prime minister of the country. And look, to be fair, it's uh, just going on previous prime ministers of New Zealand. Clearly, it's not that difficult to become a prime minister of this country <laughs> because well, fuck the, it, if you look at it, just at, mate. All you got to do is work at a fish and chip shop a couple of years. Yeah, yeah, fish and chip shop work means you you're uh, good enough to run a country. Just make sure you marry someone who has a fishing show or something. Yeah, it also has either. a problem with cocaine. Yeah, cocaine. Yeah, a bit of a cocaine Where's issue. Where's Clark, eh? That's the yeah. thing that was going around. Yeah, bit of a fucking, <laughs> bit of a cocaine yeah. issue. Runs a fishing show on the TV. And uh, yeah, look, you're, you're away laughing. That That's you done. That's you sorted. Oh man, I'm itching my nose like I'm Clark right now too. Yeah, bloody. Since old Jacinda Ardern's gone though, we haven't really heard much from her. Well, or Clark. what about um, what about uh, Chris Hipkins not being? A, is that, that's his name, isn't it? The yeah, guy who's in charge. So, yeah. Um, wasn't able to tell all the. There was a reporter there asked him what a woman was, and he was too scared to say what he thought a woman was because of the, the pushback if you say the wrong thing. And you see, that's the problem with global censorship, and that that's where our issue comes in with global censorship. Because you know, you know, he knows. He knows he, damn well what a woman is. Yeah, because he every was every single well, person he was, in this country. He knows was what a married. Woman is. <laughs> he must have forgotten what a woman was. Everyone in this world knows what a fucking woman is. And that's the thing, is that, like, you know, that's global censorship for you. You've got to say what's what's good for everyone else, you know. You can't say what's on your mind because as soon as you say what's on your mind, you become a, a, a you become a, a villain. Everyone doesn't, everyone hates you. No one wants to know what you're doing or what, what's going on in your life and everyone thinks you're a fucking piece of shit. Yeah. But, you know, the problem, yeah, farming is the way that this country's run. For many, many a years. Well, it's the back as national and act, and all, and a couple of the like New Zealand First and all that will say that agriculture is the backbone of this country. Yeah, and and it is. It, Without it, the economy of this country yeah. would be fucked. And you get all these city folk that trying to be vegan and they're hipsters. Yeah, doing all this random shit, and they hate farmers and and. Farmers are murderers and all of, uh, murdering animals, which actually doesn't make sense because murders when uh, was as a like when you kill another human, so you have to be killing the same species for that to be murder. Yeah, well, it's not really murder, then, yeah. is it? But like that's yeah, that's another problem. So they also must not have a lot of these vegans must not have paid much attention in school if they think that it's murder. 
Yeah, wow. <laughs> you know, school probably wasn't their strong point if they're saying what they're saying. Well, school wasn't my bloody strong point either. Yeah, school was not my strong point <laughs> you either. You sound like a fucking pelican. At least I'm not a fucking pelican. That's exactly right, you know. I've got some sort of a brain between my shoulders. That's, yeah, you know. bare the size of the peanut, but... Yeah, well, it's still, still there. <laughs> still bigger than the rest Still of rattles them. around. Still hangs out in there. Nah, it still does something. Keeps me going. But yeah, I I just it it gets me a little bit worried for the future state of this country if we have that many left wing voters that decide that left wing parties are the one that's going to save it and and all that sort of carry on. In this country, it's fucking easier to go on the benefit on the on the on the dole, if you will, or Centrelink, or you know whatever you call it in your country, some sort of welfare. It's easier to do that than it is to get a job. You can make more money on the welfare. Yeah, half the time, yeah. But, but I don't mean to get conspiratorial, but the first step towards controlling the people of your country is to to be the person paying them. So the, the government would want to say there was a government somewhere out there in the world that wanted to control their people. They would want to be the ones distributing the wealth. Yeah, and if you can distribute the wealth, you can control not saying the masses. That that's hap- not saying that that's happening anywhere in the world, but that is what a government would want to do if they were going to control the people. They would want to be the sole source of income, food, shelter, everything for those people. Yeah, and, and the same as, you know, Big Pharma. You can you, you rely on medications. Like half the people these days that are diagnosed with diabetes, they don't actually need to be diagnosed with diabetes because the reason that they fucking got diabetes is because of the food that they're eating and what we're eating. Well, you eating. wouldn't believe how much sugar is in food lately. Like, you ever yeah. just grab a bit of bread from McDonald's and take a bite out of it. You can put that in your coffee and sweeten it with it. Yeah, I mean, a lot of the food now is very sweet. I've, uh, believe it or not, just recently gone off the sugar. Yeah, that, oh, that's not a bad plan, and... I haven't. I won't do it myself because I, I'm addic- sort of addicted to sugar, so I'm not gonna try that. But Look, the first day of having sugar withdrawals is fine. The second day is a little bit harder, but it's not bad. The third, or fourth day. It's like going through a heroin withdrawal. And look, I've, I've never personally been through a heroin withdrawal, but I can imagine it's what it's like because apparently it uh, it, it attacks the same receptors in your brain as what uh, heroin does and the same as methamphetamine and cocaine. So apparently it's a very similar withdrawal um, from what I've heard. I don't know. But yeah, um, the, the amount of sugar going around in food now, everything's sweet. Everything's designed to be to taste good because it's sweet and that's what us as a species enjoy is is and, sweetness and what about um controversial statement about russia banning um uh, what, what did they ban gmos or something genetically yeah. modified foods yeah. yeah so in russia now you can you can grow genetically modified foods if it's for research purposes and that's the only reason you can grow genetically modified uh foods and um as putin said it's it's basically due to if you look at the west the whole of the west as a population unhealthy um sit in front of a tv at the end of the night and fucking and do whatever we do you know whereas in russia i'm not really certain about what they do but they clearly if putin's banned it because the west is sitting in front of a tv russia does not sit in front of a tv um but it's very interesting to think about are we going to follow the way that Putin's gone with this, and are we no. going to follow what Putin said and done? 
No, we certainly won't here in New Zealand anyway. But I, I, I don't think any of the world will because I think we're, we're worried about if we follow Russia, well, then we're supporting Russia at the moment. And, and the way Russia's going, the rest of the world does not really want to support Russia. Unless you're one of those Eastern Bloc countries that's fucking up Russia's ass because you're an ex-communist state. Well, the thing is, it should have really been none of our business in the first place. Like, why is it? Why are we all finding out about what's going on about there? And also, we're, we only ever get half the story. And for, for all we... Like, I mean, this is the... Um, the example that I like to to repeat that I've heard online before is imagine if Russia or China was trying to form an alliance with Mexico or Canada, the states wouldn't like that, would they? No, no. And and the thing is with with Russia at the moment is we're only hearing what Ukraine's putting yeah. out on the on the media. And that's what everyone's endorsing. And that's what U- the US wants you to hear. Yeah, the US is endorsing Ukraine's side of what's coming out on the media. Um, whereas we're not actually really hearing Russia's side because we don't see any of Russia's media. Um, and what the U- what the US is endorsing is Ukrainian. And we are supposed to take their word for what they say. We're supposed to take what they say as gospel. Yeah, I've... I've always been one to, if I can, I want to try hear both sides of a story if I can, because I want to make an educated, uh, an educated opinion on what's going on. And yeah. How am I supposed like? Just as a random person out there, it doesn't really matter. But if I was to make an opinion about what's going on over over there, which is horrific, there's people dying over there, and unnecessarily, and, yeah, unnecessary death over yeah. there, which is terribly sad. But how am I supposed to make an opinion, or if you want to to get polarised by it, choose a side if I don't know both sides of what's going on over there? Well, it's it's very hard to choose one side if you don't if want you to don't choose one side. Going on. You because want to know anything, the whole story. Any sort of, of conflict where there's people dying on both sides, you you would want to prevent in the first place. Yeah, and I I personally believe that that conflict could have been avoided very early on. Um, but I think the US has left it a lot longer than what they decided, and they knew about it. The UN knew about it as well. They knew it was going to happen before it happened. Yeah. I mean, we got warned in very early 2021. Tw- uh, sorry, very very late 2021, early 2022, that this conflict was going to happen, and we knew about it then. But nothing was happened. Where where was the UN? Where was the US? Where was all these? big militarization governments and and companies and organizations where when they could have stopped it but they decided not to like i mean the u.s when donald trump was in power there was no wars going on there was nothing nothing happened he stopped everything yeah then the problem with him was that the, the it was there wasn't a problem with donald trump himself it was a problem with the media because the media was always out to paint him as such a bad guy, but when you look at the statistics, well, when actually... you look at the cocaine in the White House and Hunter Biden's laptop, you know, and there's child pornography and and Jeffrey Epstein's island, and there's there's evidence that they've sort of both had something to do with that. Over in the states, you got to remember, like, you don't you're fighting with your neighbour, like half the people over there still voted for this guy. Yeah. And, and and you were if you if you were voting for the right or you were voting for the left you were 
demonised for voting for the left or for voting for the right. So if you voted for the right, your neighbour hated you because you were voting for the right because he was a left-wing voter. But if you were a right-wing voter, then uh, if you sorry, if you were a left-wing voter, then uh, the the right-wing hated you because you're doing that. So it was basically bringing out a civil war among people um, that you considered family or friends. Yeah, and it was cr- it was crazy because even here in New Zealand, you saw. Like, I, I don't know if you did, but I had TikTok at the time, and I'll, I will probably have it again soon for the purpose of trying to get this podcast out there. But back then, I used to see a lot of TikToks of, of like, of, of people sort of talking, uh, citizens of the states talking about bringing on a civil war between Democrats and, and Republicans. And what they're all Americans, you know? And I think... Um we're definitely heading towards a civil war at the moment with a lot of the rights about giving co-governance. Yeah. I, I Personally, I don't think this co-governance thing is going to work and I don't think it's a great idea. No, I, I tend to agree with you there. I, um, I think if you're going to have a de- democracy, have a democracy, right? Have, have You don't need a co-governance. If no. these people want representatives, they elect representatives that agree with what they want. We're supposed to be a democratic country. Have a democracy, have that in power, right? But at the moment, it seems like we're being more of a fucking communist country, and we're 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 based more towards communism than we are anything else. Yeah, and I think I think that's that's the biggest thing at the moment is the the co governance. We need to. I think we need to get rid of it because it's not going to go go anywhere for us. Well, we're it's not also gonna... the the system in New Zealand. For those of you that don't know, so in most countries, when you vote. Whoever gets the most vote wins, but that's not how it works in New Zealand. You elect seats, and then most of the time, a party's got to go into a coalition with another party to get into government, and it's supposed to work out fine. But then it it also puts these some of these smaller parties into what they call a a kingmaker position, and and they can pick and choose what's going to be more be- personally beneficial to them. They'll they'll choose that, which is what happened in what was it two thousand sixteen was our the same I think it was the same as America we had ours in um yep yep and New Zealand first, which was supposed to be quite a conservative party over here, went into government with um with the Labor Party, which is our supposed to be centre left, but these days it's more left wing, very left, and um, very left. It's supposed to be a party for the working man, which I find hilarious. Yeah. Um. But anyway, they went into government with them because the National Party, which is supposed to be our centre-right, but it's more centre-left these days, mm. um, They instead of going into government with them, which is who you'd expect them to, they went into government with the Labour Party because the leader of New Zealand First, Winston Peters, wanted to have a crack at being the Deputy Prime Minister and National wouldn't make him the Deputy Prime Minister. Yeah, I mean, Winston Peters was once a great man. And, and and the New Zealand First Party still has some great policies too. Yeah, yeah. New Zealand First is is a, a very good party. And actually, I would take a Labor government with New Zealand First, as in there with them over what we've got now. Yeah, hundred uh, yeah. percent. Labor and Greens, I think. Labor and Green Party. Yeah, yeah. Look, you're never going to get anywhere in a in a Green Party. Um, uh, it's not going to take do, a piss. It's not going to do anything. Yeah, I'll just fucking. It's not going to do anything for our economy. It's. Uh, it's not great for us. All right, are we gone? Yep, we're gone. Yeah, oh, we're on. All right, we're back. We're back. <laughs> <laughs> just for a piss. We were just talking about just before off air 
talking about how you shouldn't really take anything we just said for the last 20 minutes seriously because yeah, we're just a couple of fucking we're just a couple of meatheads we don't even know what the fuck we're talking about probably half the information we just talked about was wrong so obviously if you're gonna look something up that we said make sure you do your own research because we're not the most intelligent guys in the world yeah. so um you know i don't really uh approve of fact checking but if you're gonna fact check this is probably something that you're gonna fact check <laughs> that on just to make sure that what we're saying is somewhat understandable we're saying a couple of fucking pelicans yeah there. yeah a couple it, of stingrays look at this there's, there's there's not a lot good coming out of this and that's what this is about it's about fucking shit talking and we're having we, fun and then we, we were just looking back and it's like holy shit we just talked 20 minutes about politics yeah 20 minutes about fucking politics that probably we shouldn't have talked about yeah, but we, you know <laughs> we're gonna leave it in and yeah, we'll leave uh, it in and and it's gonna be good you know someone will listen to it <laughs> yeah <but laughs> fucking, but how about last night that was a shit show eh? that was lame yeah last night was fucking pretty average last I, uh, night we last night bit of context we went out we i came around to connor's house here and uh we're gonna go out for a hunt so i thought yeah nah sweet we'll go out for a hunt and we'll fucking we'll make the best of it but i, I i'd previously gone out for a hunt the week before and uh i dropped my rifle i believe that's what's caused it anyway i believe and uh yeah we we went out for this hunt and uh last night we walked for probably i don't know maybe four hours or so and uh the night started off pretty good we seen a couple of deer sitting in the bushes and um we we, we put the spotlight on because we we're hunting at night time so we had the spotlight in the pine trees and um we seen a samba stag and a few hinds as well sitting there with him and um all and of a sudden we had another stag to the yeah, left it was side unreal, of us eh? it was unreal yeah no it was it was it was a good night we had another we've actually got a mate a buddy who's probably out there um he's probably out there mm. right now having a turn yep so we had a samba stag to the left of us and that was making that was calling to us that was talking to us letting us know that it was there and and letting us know that he knew that we were there as well um so that was that was pretty interesting that was um it sort of got the heckles up a little bit it was quite fun and then um we sort of did about a oh about a i don't know hour and a half two hour walk along the stop bank along the river there and um didn't see a hell of a lot but had a good walk and and that was what it was about went oh, back man. to the same spot that's exciting when you when you're standing there and you can hear you can hear a fucking stag just barking mm. at you from close yeah, by it's, it's and very, we can't we can't even see we nah. can't even see the the bushes so dense and then we couldn't even nah. see the guy he knew where we was before we knew where he was and um he might not have even knew that it was us he just, we, we, what, what did we think he just knew something was going on because our wind was blowing towards that first yeah stag. so I, I mean i'm i'm pretty sure that he had this theory that some something was going on there and he he, he might have heard us he might have caught wind of us somehow the wind might have swirled or what have you but yeah he it knew that we were there and it made it alert. So we walked down the stop bank and, and pretty seen hard nothing. to be quiet in gumboots too. Yeah, yeah, gumboots are not not fucking easy to walk in uh, quietly well, Wellingtons, anyway. Wellingtons, Wellingtons, for Wellingtons if you listeners. will. Yeah, or, yeah, or fucking um, I don't know what else they call them. It's mainly Wellingtons or gumboots, isn't it? Yeah. Um, but yeah, we got we got back and then we went to the same spot and uh, walked down to the river and there was nothing there. So we sort of just 
and shit when we gave up. We really gave up hope and we sort of started talking quite loudly and making a bit of noise. Yeah, we just stopped giving a fuck. We were smoking cigarettes and vaping and we were just... Yeah, making a bit of noise. Plomping around. We weren't even trying to be quiet by this point. And then sort of walked back maybe 100 metres from where we were and we shone a light over and... And we thought, holy fuck, there's some deer over there. There's some eye shine, there's eh? There's some we, eye shine. Because in New Zealand, you're allowed to hunt at night time for yeah, overseas you're listeners. Yeah, spotlight, yeah. So, I mean, we've seen, seen this eye shine. So I thought, well, fuck, here we go. This is our time, right? And I uh, got to the fence, fence post and put the rifle on there, lined up my shot, and I fucking missed the first shot. And uh, yeah, and we were just thinking, oh <laughs> fuck, here we go. I of said, course, fuck. the cunt's out of sight. Yeah, I said, I said, we were knew. talking about it earlier. Yep, I said I knew this gun was out of sight. I was pretty sure it was because I dropped it earlier on uh, the week before, and I knew that it was going to be out of sight from that drop. And it turns out it was. We put one shot at it. Three later, it was fucking nothing. Four later, five anything. later, six later. It was six shots, and, and, and there was fucking nothing there. It didn't and hit well, a single thing. Yeah, we were lucky it bloody didn't hit anything, because if it did, it probably wouldn't have been a vital. Yeah, and we went for a walk right up to get try and get close to them and see if we could get something, and we got within sort of 20, 20 30 metres of them, um, which was pretty cool, um, being that close to some, some very big animals. Yeah, well, the Samba grow to be quite a size, eh? Yeah, they're not a small animal. They're reasonably sized, but... Um, yeah, unfortunately, we couldn't we couldn't put the smack down on anything, and we couldn't lay anything out. But you know, we we, we tried our best, and, and it was fun being out there. It was good. It was a good yeah. way to spend. Uh, like we were out there for from five nine hours. o'clock till midnight. Yeah, about four four or five hours we were and out there was, for. It was a good time anyway. And then just come home and just fucking fall on the bed, eh? Mm, mm. Head straight down and was gone. That was it. Yeah. That was oh. our night. But shit, it's always good. You get out there, get a bit of fresh air. You know, I fucking get cooped up when I'm sitting here at home from work. And it was a good way to get back outside, get some fresh air, go see if... And it was it was good, just... It was unreal hearing that fucking... That Samba st- stag barking at us. Yeah, if you've if you've never heard the noise of a Samba it's, stag... What do you reckon? I, th- I thought it sounded similar to what I've seen online, a seeker... Yeah, not a seeker, an axis, um, an axis deer. Yeah, sound it's, like it's very, it's very, it's almost like a snore and a fucking sneeze and at a, the same a scream. time. Sounds yeah. like a banshee. It's a very sounds very, like a banshee. Yeah, banshee. Yeah, <laughs> it's a it's a fucking very like a strange whoo! noise if you've never heard it before. Um, if if you haven't heard it, I'd I'd recommend looking it up on the on the YouTube or whatever. And see what it sounds like because I tell you what, when you're we'll out get on, the, just jump on Hunter Call of the Wild and go yeah, well, on um, we'll Emerald that, Coast yeah. Australia. Yeah. You'll find some Samba deer on there. That's a grouse game too. That we'll get talking about that in a minute too about that yep. new map. Yep. The um the the Samba. If, yeah, if you haven't heard it, look it up. It's an interesting sound, and especially when you're out there at night time. Beautiful big animal. Big animal. Very big animal. When when you're out there at night time and it's. Uh, pitch black all around you and all you've got over top of you is a uh i believe it was a waning gibbous yeah moon. waning gibbous i or think a waxing, or a waxing gibbous, gibbous one of them. one of the two it was and, a gibbous moon anyway and, and you can sort of somewhat see and but you can't got, really see when we had the spotlight turned off we could see perfectly where we were going but it also was not light enough for us to see to to be shooting anywhere and you'd yeah and obviously you don't want to be shooting anywhere if you're not 100% certain 
of your target. So yeah, if you don't know what you're shooting at, you don't shoot at it. Obviously, we seen a dog too. Some, yeah, that was some, interesting. Some random <laughs> some dog. random dog on the we're, farm. I don't know why that was there. We were parked up and it was our like a little what was it a little kelpie or something? Yeah, it looked kelpie, like, or a hitting dog or something. Yeah. I thought it. I thought it may have been one of the staffs, but I don't. I don't think it sh- should have been at work at the time. No, nah, it was just sitting there looking at us and then shone the spotlight on it. It was uh, just sitting there. I uh, I did say should I shoot it, but um, my rifle's not in sight, so I probably <laughs> you probably would have missed it anyway. Probably would have just scared it. <laughs> also, at, at this time we've had a um down just down the road. Um, there's been a neighbour has had some livestock ripped apart by a dog, so it could have easily yeah, right. been the same dog. Yeah, well, could have well been. they had a few sheep and a ram and yep, a couple of lambs killed by a dog. Yep, yep. Which I was thinking to myself, shit, if there was my fucking sheep out there, I would have shot the fucking thing as soon as I saw it out there chasing it. Yeah, 100%. But it's not, it's, it, it goes down to anything. But that's you the know. law. That's the law, you know. If you see a dog out there worrying stock, you're allowed to shoot it. Mm, mm. It comes down to, you know, uh, the you right think about the how, right And time. also you think about how much, how much like, I don't know, I think it was somewhere around between like about a six... Six ewes, a ram, and a couple of lambs. You think about how much that's worth compared to one dog. Yeah, well, I'm not yeah. sure what the price on uh, lamb is at the moment, but I, I would imagine... Oh, no, it was pretty good. For, somewhere um, around $1,000 worth of fucking... Because the old boy was trying to get me to... I, f- I forgot about this, actually, till we brought it up right now, but my dad was trying to get me to go halves of them on some lambs, and um, or they might have even been a bit older, mm. like winged already, and... Yep. Um, and he, I, th- I think they were less than a hundred bucks an animal. Yeah, righto. Yeah, well, there's probably, I mean, if you think about it, it's but probably thousand dollars worth. Of, we had nowhere uh, to graze them. I was thinking that that lease block we were looking at a while ago uh, would have been perfect, but it, we never ended up jumping on that. So yeah, no, we probably should have jumped on that, but you know, it is what it is. Um, the problem with these, like, not wild dogs, I'd say, is probably someone owns it. I, I couldn't see a collar on it. But well, it's like a dog showed up at my house the other night. A little um. What was it? One of those little gay things, um, little miniature schnauzer or something. One of them little homo dogs. <laughs> oh, yeah, <righto. laughs> it was like a miniature schnauzer or something. It was a yeah. handbag dog, but it was oh, it was it was a lovely dog. Fortunately, mm. but we um we called up the pound. Yeah. And they, we didn't want to. We tried to call the number on the because obviously if you don't if you don't have to you don't want to call the pound. No, you don't because do someone's someone. got, someone's got to pay the impound. For, Cost them three hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah. Yeah, and so I, we called the owner twice, yep. and it didn't go, f- like, the owner must have been asleep because it was midnight, Yeah, and yep, yep. the only reason I knew this dog was outside my house was because it's, um, because it's, my dogs are going crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've gone out there, I've seen it, and I've gone, oh, well, fuck it, I'll go back to sleep, and then I'm sitting there, I'm in bed, I'm thinking to myself, oh, can I leave this animal out there when there's a hundred, hundred kilometer an hour road? Mm. right there and this is someone's pet clearly because yep. i've seen the tag on its neck yeah so i've got I'm, I'm sitting in bed i'm like nah nah i can't leave that animal out there i've opened the door the bloody thing's asleep on my front porch <laughs> <laughs> i've gone out there this little dog's asleep on my front porch i've brought it inside i've locked my dogs into the bedroom i've got i've got my my missus out and She's tried to call the owner twice. The it's owner made itself at home. Yeah, the owner wouldn't um wouldn't answer the phone. This dog's parked itself up on my couch, and and then I've gone. All right, well, 
I need to go to bed because I've got work in the morning and you don't. Yeah, yeah, and, the dog don't, yeah. And so I've gotten the missus to take the dog out into the next room mm. and we've closed those this, the double sliders and I've gone to go into bed, dogs come charging past me and <laughs> I'm trying to wrestle these dogs back into the room. I've gotten bitten on the bloody thumb. Oh, <laughs> no. I got bit by my own dog on the thumb trying to get to this other dog and I've forced these... The, the, my dogs back into the bedroom because they're big Labradors that sleep inside <laughs> and I put them in the bedroom soft Labradors yes. if you will <laughs> and they've gone back into the bedroom and and then um, she couldn't get a hold of the the owners anyway and we ended up calling the pound and they come and pick the dog up at like one o'clock and I think yesterday maybe I got a text from from the missus saying that the owner had actually texted her back thanking her for for getting the pound to come pick it up because the dog the dog they'd been looking for it since six pm the day before. Yeah, right. So I've been away for a while. Yeah, I, I actually I, I can't remember the text, but the dog they'd been looking for their dog for quite a while. Yeah, yeah. So I'd fucking obviously went on a bit of an adventure and and had seen the countryside and, <laughs> yeah, and been on a bit of a samba stalk <laughs> and decided decided that your place was the place where it wanted yeah, to hang home. out and do it do its own thing yeah pity it was a shit dog otherwise you probably would have claimed it as your own it was very friendly though it was a very friendly dog yeah i wonder what its name was i don't know the i think it's uh it's bloody like uh collar said sue is it a local dog yeah, just down the road. No, right. So it's one of the neighbours. Yeah, apparently it's the next one on the left. Next house on the left. Oh, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. So it's a... F- yeah, righto. Oh, at least that dog finally got home then. We got home, yeah, which is good. But, the pound um, decided to take we, it. We were talking uh, Hunter Call of the Wild, the new Emerald oh, Coast map. Yeah, what a map. And that is good fun. What a map. A great you got, game. What, you've got Axis Deer, you've got Samba Deer, you've got... Uh, you've got Axis, you've got Rusa, you've got Samba, you've got Reds, you've got... I don't, no, you don't Banting. have Reds. You don't have no Reds. reds. you got Banting. Which well, is like a cow. Banting's yeah, like Banting's a cow. Yeah, Banting's like a big cow. Uh, you got Goats, you got bloody Stubble Quail, uh, which are quite a cool little bird. you got Grey Roos. Grey Roos. Um, I think it's uh, and crocodiles. Yeah, crocs and uh, saltwater crocodile, estuarian crocodiles. Yeah, it's a bloody awesome game. It's a fun map if you play. Um, if you play like your game station, your Xbox or your PlayStation. Yeah, you yep. jump on there and uh, is it on PlayStation? It must be. Yeah, no, and, it is PlayStation. Yeah, and Hunter Call of the Wild, and you just oh, the DLC is like ten bucks or something. Yeah, and yeah, I can't remember. Is, yeah. I just bloody paid for it on the credit card it's about eight eight <laughs> i think it's about six or eight new zealand dollars or something like which will be compared to any other country that's probably nothing in your currency probably about four or five bucks wherever you are yeah fucking four pound or something or you three know, pound you you, you 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 sacrifice one one coffee a week and you can get it yeah and it's basically and it's, what it is and it's good fun you go out there you can shoot some crocodiles which you actually not even allowed to shoot in real oh, life. Oh, and Egyptian Egyptian goose. Ah, uh, not Egyptian goose. Sorry. Um. Uh. What are they? Uh. Some description of goose. Anyway. Not grey goose, is it? No, no, not grey. That's a vodka. Oh, uh, is it? <laughs> yeah. Gra- uh. What, what goose are they? They're um. 
Not Canada. Can't nah, they're not Canada goose. Yeah, you you <laughs> should be able to shoot Canada goose on the um on the New Zealand map. Yeah, no, that'd be good <laughs> that's fun. Yeah, because that's about all we have. Yeah, over I think here you're at not allowed. Someone, uh, if anyone's listening to this, bloody correct me. But I don't think you're allowed to shoot Canada goose in the northern hem, like up in. And North America and Canada. And nah, all. well, I think they're a uh, protected native species. Sort of like, hey, you're not, allowed to, yeah. you're not allowed to shoot magpies in Australia. Yeah, you're not allowed to shoot magpies there, but you can shoot them in New Zealand. Um, some sort of goose, anyway. They're a um, fucking magpie goose. That's what it is. Magpie yeah. goose. That's on there as well. They're quite fun to hunt on that game. I mean, look, it's a good game if you're into gaming, but um, or if you're into the just into hunting in the outdoors. What was that fishing planet or something? Yeah, or, fishing planet. It's, it's a good, good game. game if you're into fishing too. If you're into fishing, yeah. Should I'm, we spend some hours on that game? Yeah, have spent a few hours on that. Since we're on the topic of gaming, we may as well talk about it a little bit. Well, I was about to go towards the fishing topic. Um, oh, if you want to talk about fishing, I, I'm looking forward to not being in. I'm winter. looking forward to summer. Yeah, yeah. Get out, we can go for a trout fish out the yeah, uh, on I'm the lo- river. Looking forward to getting into summer so I can actually get a good and trout what, fish. And um, one of your buddies is coming over from overseas, and that'd be good to take him. For yeah, a fish. well, my, my uh, one of my best mates is coming over from France in uh, November, and um, it'll be good to go out for a trout fish with him because he's big into his trout fishing. Um, and you got another buddy coming from Australia. Yeah, my uh, employer from Australia. He's going to come over in uh, February, and he's going to. Well, he's looking forward to a trout fish over here. Um, if the viewers from overseas don't know, um, New Zealand has one of the best trout fisheries in the world. Um, I'm looking forward to getting it. I'm looking forward to trying out the um, the drone dropper in the summer. I want to yeah, get that. Yeah. When once there's a bit less wind, I yeah. want to get the drone dropper the out. Drone dropper's going to be. We've good. both only got yeah. small drones, so we've got DJI something minis, Mavic minis, yeah, yeah. and we've, we've got one each, and we're going to get a dropper kit for them, and we thought yeah. it would be cool. Because we've seen it online quite a bit. You fly them out to the, into sea, instead of surf casting, you'll get a far further launch on you. Yeah. And you can just drop them via the remote on your, mm. on your drone and you can fish for miles. Get a couple well, hundred metres out. Yeah, get a couple hundred metres out. Oh, yeah, well, I don't know what that is uh, for you overseas listeners. Well, it be like uh, yard, a yard's almost a metre or it's well, about well, a metre. Yeah, they go by foot, don't they? I don't know. It's a three foot to a metre, so yeah, it'd be roughly, if we went out 100 metres, it'd be 300 foot. Um, but we're going to go further than that. We're going to try and go 300 metres. We'll try so. and take, well, the drones can fly 10, 10k away. Yeah, what so about it? 900 foot, we're going to try and go out. Uh, somewhere around that fucking 600, 900 foot mark, um, which will get us out past the breakers and into the, the good fishing area. You'd almost be fishing with a long line. You'd be reeling out your whole reel on your surf caster anyway. Yeah, yeah. Because you're 14 footer from, from the shed, from the red shed. Get the fucking 14 footer out there yeah, from mate. the fucking red shed, mate. Fucking that send that some bitch out there. Put that in a rod holder and fly it out there with the drone. Yeah, It'll be away laughing. You have yeah. all the bloody. Um, all the overseas immigrants looking at your bucket of fish just yeah, trying to get old, to it. the old fucking Chinese man on the rock <laughs> with his fucking with his fucking jandals and his jeans on. How now good. those fish would be a bit big for them though. They like those yeah. little hearing. Uh, you're gonna eat. You you're gonna eat. Anyway, hang on. We'll just take yeah, a break. We'll just take a break right now. And we're and back. Yeah, we're back. We're back. Just and went and had a bit of lasagna and that's the old lady wanted to bloody have a had a bit of food, chat with had us. Another beer. Seen how it was going on, 
But um, yeah, look, uh, we got into the gaming there for a little while, and there's you know, we've been playing a few games recently um, on the uh, Xbox. Oh, what uh, about that medieval dynasty shit? A, that medieval dynasty is a hell of a game. Yeah, Absolutely that's going good. Absolutely hell of a game. If you want to get into the gaming discussion, that's a fucking game to have a try. If you really want to get into a game, uh, that's a game that you can get into. Um, basically, what happens is, is you start a little commune. You start off as a bloke. Um, Rasmir. Yeah, Rasmir. You start off as Rasmir. And then, uh, basically, you build a village from there onwards. And um, you have to provide for the village. But you can make the workers or your people in the village who you employ... You can make them basically provide for the village as well. They're not as quick as what you are, but yeah, it's no, it's a fucking yeah, good game. Yeah, once you get a few workers going on, though, you can get your village to be self-sufficient, which ends up being good. Yeah, no, it's a very good game. It's it's fun. It's enjoyable. Um, you can spend a fucking lot of time playing this game. Um, and I have found myself recently spending so losing much fucking time. Yeah, losing a lot of time playing that <laughs> game. So I've actually fucking stopped playing it so often. I've had to stop. I've been. I've gotten bored of it because I've been playing so much. But it is a grouse game. Have a bit of a sabbatical, yeah. if you will. Yeah, it's it takes a lot of your time. It, it you, and you sh- really get into it. Shit, it's fucking getting like the the rugby's going to be on in two hours. Yeah, so that'll be the rugby tonight. It's gonna to be a fucking good game. And I, for it's gonna be fun to watch, even for someone like me that fucking knows nothing about rugby really. Well, or, knows you know, enough I, about rugby to know that you know how to play it and that. But other yeah, than that, there's not much else going on. Don't know a hell of a lot more than how to how to play it and how it works. But yeah, well, you, rugby's one of them games where you've just got to have somewhat of an idea of how it works, and then you're sorted. Well, I know how people score, so. Yeah, well, <laughs> that's amazing. As long as the team that I'm rooting for scores, that's all I really care about. Mm. Yeah, that was deadly. <laughs> but um, any more choking, it would have started, eh? Yeah, definitely would have started. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, you know, for a first podcast, mate, I I uh, I think this is pretty good. Yeah, I think we're Just at a good there, start. Having a bit of a shit talk for an hour, five minutes, we're at so far, so that's pretty good. Yeah, so we might. Yeah, we're probably going to leave everything in. We don't um, believe in cutting anything out. Everything we've said tonight is basically what we believe in and basically the way that we speak to our friends. And um, we consider our listeners and, and, and viewers, not at this point viewers, but when we get viewers, we consider you guys as our friends and, and we'll talk to you the way that we talk to people in real life. And that's how we're going to keep it and we're not going to change the way that we're talking. Um. Yeah, this is basically how it's going to work, and this is a gist of our podcast. It'll probably get better, because this is our first podcast. First ever crack. We're probably going to have another crack at a second episode straight after this. Just there'll be another one out tomorrow, probably. Yeah, but, we're just going to have a bit of fun, just fucking around with it, try and see. Yeah, well, eventually we'll get the hang of it, and it'll be a hell of a lot better than what it is at the moment, but... You know, for a first episode, I don't think this has been too bad. We've probably fucking waffled on about some bullshit for a fair while. Yeah, um, fucking talking about random shit for fucking 20 minutes at a time. Yeah, but you know, that's what a podcast is about, right? You don't listen to it if you don't uh, agree with it or enjoy it. So if you're listening, I suppose you probably enjoy it and I suppose you're probably listening for a reason. So, you know, look, um, I'm pretty happy with this. 
Um, and yeah, we appreciate all of our listeners from now on and to ever till the future and, and until we get more listeners and I think, yeah, we're doing very well. But yeah, I'm uh yeah, I'm 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 definitely looking forward to the trout fishing season until we can get out again and actually have a good go at trout fishing. Yeah, that'll be good fun. Get out there, have a fish, have a spin, have it maybe have a crack at um at fly fishing. I'm no fly fisherman myself, but it'd be fun to give it a crack. Done a little bit of it previously, but it's been a while since I've actually had a good go at it. But yeah, no, I'm definitely looking forward to it. And then also fucking coming in the summer, it's going to be real good hunting as well for, for deer of all descriptions. Um, Samba hunting's probably going to drop off a little bit in the next few months. But other than that, um, the red deer and the and the fellow are going to be fucking really good in the next few months. So we're going to have to put a put a good smack in on that and, and, and try and get that going well. But yeah, um, thank you everyone for listening. And uh, thank you for tuning in to the first episode. And just remember the uh, Instagram. The uh, It's at Hazy Hour Podcast. H-A-Z-Y-H-O-U-R Podcast. I can't spell podcast. <laughs> nah, P-O-D-C-A-S-T. Yeah, and we appreciate everyone that fucking decides to join in and listen to it. And, uh, Follow the Instagram. There's no picture. There might be when this comes yeah, out. Yeah, by the time this comes out, there might be a uh, photo on the Instagram and there'll probably be a photo up on the There Spotify may be a photograph well. up for the uh, for the album cover or whatever it is called yeah. on Spotify. We'll have something up. But yeah, no, we um, we truly appreciate everyone. And um, yeah, we... we, we we hope that we can get better in the future and, and show everyone a really, really good time and a really good podcast. Um, that's what we're here for. We're here for you. We're here for people to listen to us talk shit and fucking babble on about what we need to babble on for for fucking hours and hours and hours. Um, and obviously this one's a shorter one, but it is definitely our first one. So, yeah, thank you everyone for listening. And um, I guess uh, we'll catch you next time. Have a very good night or a very good day or whatever time you are in the world and uh we'll see you next time